Okay. I, I know we're, we're trying to rearrange some things up here. We have a smaller drum set, thanks to Scott, for this week. The other one will come back next week with a different drummer. And um, it's a new year, new stuff. Woohoo! Is right. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. First of all, I would like to thank Marilyn for jumping in at the last second to um, take over platform. Marilyn Van Hooser and our prayer chaplain, Leslie Howe. The slides didn't get corrected. Things change, 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 change. Life is change. Always isn't it. Always. What do we do? We roll with it. And we do it well, and we do it with love, and we do it with gratitude, and we do it with just a sense of, like, you know what? God's in charge. <laughs> so it is our white stone ceremony today, and I love doing this one because um, not only is it a, the symbology with new beginnings, new starts, all of that kind of stuff, but we really just have this kind of, to me, I feel this collective, like, yeah, okay, clean slate, start over, new year, new day. The um, legend of the white stone as you heard in the, in the opening, there is, um, there's a lot of um, mythological stuff even before the time of Jesus, but the White Stone in and of itself was quite, as I said, um, the, the history around it was when you paid your debt, when you came out of prison, whatever it was, the White Stone was an indicator that you had taken care of business and you were free to go about, you had a clean slate to do, go on about your life, healed, moved on, um, repented, whatever that might be. That was the indication if somebody saw you on the street and they're like, hey, I thought you were, you know, like, nope. Here's my stone. Look, here's my stone. But this goes back in our spiritual traditions as well through not just having a name on a white stone, but all the way back to early stuff when there is a spiritual transformation. Something in us changes. And it changes who we are, down to the place where we can say, I'm going to change my name. I've got a new name because I'm a new person. If you think about the Catholic tradition, the Catholic sacrament of confirmation, we take a new name. Those of you familiar with that. In other traditions, in other things, we take a new name that says we have crossed some kind of a threshold. In the indigenous practices, we go through those rites of passage from, from youth into teen years, into all the, all the other rituals that we do as human beings. There's something that changes us. Even in marriage, it doesn't happen so much anymore, but somebody on, somebody on one side or the other takes a new name in the new, in the, in the new relationship, in the new togetherness. So this is a long, 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 long history that we do this. And today, um, the stones that you are holding, they're actually from a company called the Jerusalem Stone Company, and yes, they came from Jerusalem. They are limestone, but they are not limestone like we find in the hill country. They are limestone with dolomite in them, which is uh, also a sacred kind of deal. They build temples out of this stuff and signs and, and, and sacred symbols because it's a harder, shinier, it's got that little bit of crystalline dolomite in it. And dolomite is actually a very healing stone. I've got a, um, Evie, our youth and family <coughs> ministers, youth and family ministries director, gave us all um, nice big pieces of dolomite sitting on my desk. And it's like, whew, you know, wave that over a few things and <laughs> clear out some energy. Um, 
so the, the stone itself is, um, it's got some symbology to it. The, the, in, in metaphysics, the color white represents, of course, purity, but also victory and joy. And so there's all kinds of meaning that we put around our symbology about new beginnings today. Um, from Revelations, um, and I'm going to do the metaphysical interpretation of this. It says, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. But what that is, is what the Spirit, what we hear in consciousness. To him who conquers, that means who overcomes mass thinking or living from a material, the material effect rather than spiritual cause. I shall give some of the hidden manna, and the manna is the manna from heaven, which there's a whole other thing about. You know the Bible's all about metaphor, right? And story and symbology and so forth. So I shall give some of the hidden manna, which is, which is actually our deep spiritual knowledge, our food, our spiritual food. And I will give him a white stone with a new name, and the new name is our new I am, a level of consciousness. I will give him white stone with a new name written on it, which no one knows except he who receives it. So this is the message to our heart. This is the message that we will go into in meditation today to receive that word for 2022 that becomes our literal touchstone. Um, I usually walk around with mine in my pocket for the first couple of weeks of the year, and then it sits on my desk or somewhere that I see it every day to remind me that this was a word, a name chosen by spirit, and then whispered to my heart, as we heard in that song by Sue Riley. So in order to receive the good that is ours, we have to be in some kind of a receptive form. We have to be in a mode of receiving. We have to be open to it and setting aside our ego's idea of what that might be. Um, not like creating the goals. The goals are different. It's good to have them as we go into this new year. We have to have something to aim for, right? Otherwise, we are just letting the winds of life just kind of blow us and buff us and move us around and just say, oh, well, I guess that was God's will, and I'm going to blame everything on God and not take responsibility for my part in being in a reciprocal relationship with spirit. So we have to be open. We have to, if you think about it from the, um, the, the, the metaphor of a plant, we use a lot in this teaching. The plant, um, the seed is the idea. That is the, the name from spirit. The soil needs to be prepared so that that seed will grow. I think there was a master teacher who kind of had a metaphor about that same thing. If the seed falls on stone, if it falls in amongst the weeds, if we don't take the weeds out, anything that keeps that seed from growing, that's our job, is to get that stuff out of the way. So we have to prepare the soil so that that seed can have everything that it needs to be nurtured to grow into exactly what it is supposed to be, the divine design that is in that seed for what it is to become in this life just as we are. And so how do we do that? That good old spiritual practice called forgiveness work. Oh, oh I got to let go of some stuff that I'm holding against someone or something or a situation. Our unwillingness to forgive 
keeps us trapped in the weeds, literally, figuratively. On those days uh, where we're just like, oh man, I'm in the weeds. Well, yeah, we have to do our human part from the inspiration to make sure that we are taking care of nurturing everything in every way possible that we can. That's our deal with being on this planet as spirit in human form. We have to do our part. It's a lovely idea. It's a really, trust me, really super lovely idea to think about sitting on my meditation cushion or a couch or wherever it is all day long just going, okay, show me God, take care of everything, take care of everything, take care of everything. It's a really nice idea. But that's not how it works. We are going to open to that name today. We are going to open to that and say, okay, God, show me. And then we take that and we do our part with it. Um, the founder of Science of Mind, Ernest Holmes of Religious Science, um, says, there is a divine awareness in you that will lead you onward and upward. Charles Fillmore, the co-founder of Unity, says, when we redeem ourselves from bondage to sense, meaning our attachment to the human traits, the human experience, the conditions, the circumstances, the appearances, when we redeem ourselves from bondage to sense, we shall be sustained by an inner or spiritual food with an understanding of truth, which is the foundation upon which we develop our true Christ-like consciousness, our true I am. So we stay open, we take it in, and we let go of the idea that our external things happening in our life is the truth of who we are. There's a, 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 a saying in, in a lot of uh, training that I did and a lot of coaching and a lot of stuff that I got from ministerial school, and it's, it takes a little while to wrap your head around it. But the circumstances and conditions of our lives are the curriculum of our evolution. I'll say that again. The conditions of our lives are the curriculum of our evolution. The simpler way to say that is, what's going on in your life right now? That's the conditions. It informs your evolution. Because if we go back to the basics, the basics, the basics, at the beginning of the year, we're back to the basics of metaphysical teaching, our thoughts create. The beliefs behind the thought give the thought energy that moves it into manifestation. Talked about this the last couple of weeks. Is, is the, um, if you want to go to the quantum version of this, Everything exists in infinite possibility. And as soon as we give it our attention with our consciousness, we collapse the wave of possibility into probability, into manifestation. You just got a whole bunch of stuff there. It's okay, breathe. <laughs> They're like, let's get on to the part where we write our name. <laughs> this is the foundation of it, though. This is where we come from. This is what I'm talking about in, in terms of preparing the soil. Because we want to rush through, oh, okay, I'm going to let this go, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to write down my name, and I'm going to do this thing, and then I'm going to get on with the new year. 
One of my colleagues, um, a guy named Scott Aubrey, he has a, a beautiful um, website called spiritualpassages.org if you are looking for resources and quotes and wonderful things. And he also sends out a daily um, short meditation kind of thing. Just really cool stuff. And his last name is A-W-B-R-Y, Scott Aubrey. And he says, we do well to pay attention to the day after the chief moments of our lives. For example, New Year's Day, White Stone Day. We do well to pay attention to the day after the chief moments in our life, lives. For on that day, we tend to return to customary living. We go right back. Our values, beliefs, and intentions are revealed on the day following a momentous occasion. That's the second mile of the long race, the day after a new beginning. The energy of the day after sets the tone for going forward. So if we talk about, we think about New Year's resolutions and plans and goals and all those things in our lives and we're all fired up. How many of you are ready to hit the gym tomorrow morning for the first time in years, maybe? <laughs> you all know better in here. You're like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> And that's, that's the sign of the growth and the progress that we have. We know our human tendency is. I'm going to get fired up about this today. And maybe day two, maybe day three, maybe day four, we're still going at it. And then it, right? Because our mental habit is, well, I'm just going to say it. We are human beings. We like comfort and we like familiarity and we like to feel good. It's just how we're built doesn't mean we're bad or we're wrong or we're not doing it right or we're, all those things. It just means that's our tendency. And we can create a new tendency just like we created the old one by daily practice, being aware, staying aware. What am I thinking? What am I doing with my thoughts? What am I doing with my beliefs? Am I really, really, really going for this? And what happens when the times get a little challenging to do this new thing. That second mile. It's leaning in. It's finding support as we lean in. It's being willing to open the door just a little bit more and go one thought over to say, yep, I'm going to do this differently without judging ourselves harshly holding ourselves accountable, but not beating ourselves up when we don't quite make the mark. That's the important practice here. That is also part of preparing the soil, keeping the soil good and nourished. It's the idea. <clears throat> Excuse me. All that good old cedar. <clears throat> yes. Ah. <sighs> So there is a, um, a little saying that I wrote down so I would remember it. As we prepare to do the white stone meditation, and this is how the process is going to work today. You have the Sharpie, you have the stone on your chair. Um, as we go into meditation, I invite you to hold the stone, to put your energy around the stone, to be open to it. And asking spirit to reveal, to set aside 
as I said, the ego and the place, you know, we, we know the seed, we think we, think we know what it's going to do, but we need that assistance, we need that help. It is spirit reveal to me what I need to know about this word, this purpose, this calling on my heart. Spirit revealed to me what I need to know about it in a way that I can understand it and respond to it. Not react to it, but respond to it. Lovingly, creatively, and wisely. And I like this mantra or this prayer because there's a sense of gentleness about it. It's not, show me, spirit, let's get her done move forward it continues to open a spirit reveal to me reveal to me that what I need to know that which I need to know in a way that I can understand it a lot of times we ask for do we not I do all that you we ask for signs show me God give me a sign do me, you know, next step. What's my next, what am I here to do next? And we forget to say, can you show it to me in a way that I can recognize it? Do we not? Because they're always there. The guidance is always there. We are always being shown. And we have, that's the thing. That's the deal with our relationship with spirit. We can ask. Can you give it to me in a way that I won't miss it? that I won't second-guess it, that I won't try to think my way around what's tapping on my heart about it. And that way we are in that beautiful, gentle, joyful communion in conversation with that one power and that one presence. Show me in a way that I can understand it and respond to it. And respond to it lovingly, creatively, and wisely. Don't those sound a lot more pleasurable than doing that? We like comfort, we like pleasure, we like joy, we like easy. And we make things so hard on ourselves, do we not? I, well, I'm not speaking for you, I'm speaking for me. My spiritual practice over the last almost three decades has been show me. And initially it was show me and then get it out of the way and it has moved and it has evolved into that place of okay, I recognize it. Yeah, not comfortable. But I know that it can be done easily. I know it can be let go of gently. I've been using the word gentle a lot. I have been practicing the word gentle in my life a lot. Because I'm here to tell you, I've been my good old judge, jury, conviction, jailer for a lot of years. And I would imagine by some little head nods that I'm seeing that you have too. We have often given ourselves punishment that far outweighs any crime. 
And so the idea here today is with your white stone. That's your get-out-of-jail card. That's your get-out-of-jail stone. For yourself, to let yourself off that impossibly high hook. And to say, yeah, I'm doing the best I can with what I've got, what I've got right here, right now. And I am responding to life. I am willing to respond to life in a creative, easy, wise way. So as we move into this meditation, as you begin to bring to mind or open yourselves to that word of spirit, or something that you would like to grab hold of, this is your purpose, I will give you a note of caution to surround it with ease and grace. Because I speak from experience that when we sometimes ask for something to be shown, it can turn everything upside down. And it's really okay to say, show me in a way that I can understand it so I can respond to it creatively, wisely, gently. Thank you for being here today. Oh, I just love this. The logistics. I love new beginnings, and that's the thing. It doesn't have to happen once a year or once a week or once a month. Sometimes it's moment to moment. In fact, our practice is moment to moment. Being open and awake and aware and receiving and then doing our part to bring that call on our hearts into our human experience for the highest and best for everyone in this world. So, we will go into meditation. You'll know to when spirit talks to your heart and says, this is your word, write it down. When we're finished with the service today, there's some baskets at the back. Um, please leave the pens. Please leave the Sharpies. Take your stone with you. It's really simple. Yeah. And I also um, invite you and, and remind you as well from, from the scripture that talks about it. Um, unless you feel so moved, don't run out the door and say, hey, here's my new word. Here's my new name. It's for you. It only means what it means to you. And you're trying to explain it to somebody else kind of dissipates the whole idea behind this. It's yours. So honor it as the sacred name that it is. Yeah. So bless you. As we move into meditation, go ahead and take those stones in your hands and hold on to them. Let's take a deep breath. Yeah.
and breathe in and get comfortable, get your feet flat on the floor. And as you breathe, imagine that air, that good, clean oxygen air going into your body is coming in through the top of your head, the crown chakra. A brilliant white. in moving that light swirling about your head all the way down through your head relaxing your shoulders seeing it wrapped around swirling around down your arms out your fingertips Moving down your shoulders, down through your torso, through the heart, wrapping, swirling, embracing the heart. And it continues to move down through your body, through your hips, down your legs, right down through the soles of your feet, planting roots. Grounding you in that holy ground where you are. Wherever you are. healing, warm, vibrant light to swirl back up and land right there in your heart. Imagine that heart space and that warm, vibrant light that's comforting. And it just feels like home. Allow it to continue to open and open and open. Imagine somewhere in the world, wherever that might be, somewhere in nature, whether it is in the cosmos, out in the stars, or whether it is right here 
in the chair you're seated in right now. But you can populate that space with beauty. Look at the colors, notice the colors, notice how the air feels around you. This is the most beautiful place on the planet or in the universe that you can imagine. Breathe in the peace. Everything that you need is right here. In this place, in this moment, it is perfect. It is safe. This is the place where you know you are unconditionally loved and infinitely supplied and supported in every moment. is in this place that you know that all is well and all is forgiven. And it is in this place that you know you are divine perfect, whole, complete, as you are right now. It is in this place that you know you can forgive whatever Whoever, you can respond to it in a way that is loving. Does not mean that you didn't experience it, it just means that that experience no longer has any power to define who you are now.
And it is from this place this open and willing and receptive place in the fertile soil that we ask, Spirit. What is the name? What is my new name for this day, for this year that will remind me that I can respond lovingly, creatively, and wisely. And when you feel ready, Write that name on your stone. As you take a deep breath now,
Allow the gratitude Send gratitude swirling back up like that breath, like that healing light. Imagine it going out from this beautiful place that you're sitting. Out to the stars, back and forth. Carrying your name, your intention, God's intention. Guiding you every step of the way from this point forward. Knowing that all of the courage all of the strength all of the guidance everything you need to be this name is here right here right now present and available and always As you take a deep breath and begin to bring yourself back to this space, know that every moment is, every moment is a brand new day. brand new opportunity to choose grace and ease joy and peace and know that all is well is indeed well. So happy new year, my friends. Happy new you. You are loved so dearly. Take a deep breath. Stretch, stretch. Blessings and Namaste.